Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Look at your neighbor say, you look good today. Would you tell him, uh, say, tell him, say, I can't tell you lost an hour. Come on, would you tell him, just tell him, say, I can't tell you lost an hour, man. You would never know it. You would never, never know it. Amen. Well, you made it, man. I tell you, this is uh, 9 a.m. after time change. It's probably the least attended uh, service in America. And, uh, but, man, you're here, and praise God, I'm so glad to see you this morning. If you're new here, I just want to tell you this. Make yourself at home today. We're so glad that God sent you here today. We don't take it for, take it for uh, granted that, you, again, God sent you to hang out with us and worship with us today. And so we just want to celebrate you. Faith New Church, would you let our first-time guests know you love them? Come on, amen. Yeah, just make yourself at home and uh, again, become a part of what God's doing. You guys at home who are joining us on our online family, man, so glad you're there. Wish you were here, but at least, again, so thankful you're able to worship with us where you're at this morning. And uh, again, if you're new here uh, from first time online, click that new here link. Let us know that you're hanging out for the first time worshiping with us. But do this if you would, man. Anybody bring their Bible after the time change? Did you remember it? Amen. If you brought your Bible, do this. Turn with me to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. And, uh, man, I'm excited about this word today. I love this passage of Scripture we're going to be looking at, this prayer today we're going to be spending some time in. And uh, as you turn there, you can use the YouVersion Bible app. Uh, if you use that app, click More and then Events, and you'll be able to follow right along there uh, with uh, me. And, um, and if you don't, again, have that, uh, it'll be on the screen for you as well, even for you at home. But Mark chapter 10, if you have it, say, I have it. Come on, let's read it. It says this in verse 46 through 52. It says, Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Again, we know this is Jesus, his disciples, his followers that were going down that road that day. Verse 47 says, And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus! Son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still, commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer. Rise. He is calling Verse 50 says, and throwing aside his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Let's pray, and uh, we're going to talk about this passage this morning. God, thank you 
Lord, for seeing us on the side of the road, Lord. Thank you for just being so good and so gracious and so loving to this place. And God, I ask that you'll continue to pour out your spirit. Lord, give us each today, God, an encounter with you, God, and may you open our eyes to see. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, we're in a series right now. If you don't know, it's called. Come on, somebody's been here. Well, it's called. When you pray, amen? Uh, again, looking at different prayers in Scripture, some prayer models, uh, some ways that you can pray. I, I love, again, what we've been studying. I, I hope that you've been here. If you've missed any of the messages, we're on all platforms out there. Check that out. I'm telling you, just, again, make sure you're getting the word in you. Last week, pretty interesting word as we talked about the prayer of deliverance that Paul prayed. And uh, he took authority over a, a demon spirit and and set someone free. I, I gave you five points. I'm going to tell you these points again real quickly in case you missed that. But this stuff really happens, is what we learned last week. That spiritual warfare is real. Can I get a witness? Amen. How many knows? You might have been battling that this week. Um, and, and, the, and the reason it's real is because the enemy is after your prayer life. He's trying to take you out. And, and you have to get tired of that. You have to get sick of the enemy coming after you, pursuing you, trying to take you out. And when you do, speak to the Spirit. And when you speak, fifthly, there's power in the name of Jesus, so speak in that name. I, I, I don't know how many texts I got this week. Several say, man, on time, I took authority over some stuff, watched it flee, and, and man, walked in freedom this week. Say, man, so come on, praise God. Can we give God a praise offering for his word right now? Yeah, thank you for his word, man. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now, today, I, I want to talk about a prayer, and it's the prayer of Bartimaeus. Um, now, if you have version pulled up, I'm taking a little bit different flow today. You, you'll notice that there are no points in the message. Now, I promise you there's a point to this message, all right? I promise you that. Um, but, but I want to do something a little bit different today. It's just the Holy Spirit. I felt like it was just kind of hitting me. Um, if you use the version app, maybe you're a, a, a note taker on physical paper and pen or whatever. Um, I just really, my prayer was this. I want you to just hear from the Holy Spirit today. I want you to write down what he says to you. Um, and so what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to go through these verses. Now, there are seven verses, and we're going to just read the verse. We're going to talk about the verse, look at some things. Now, I don't know about you. When I read these verses, again, certain things just get highlighted on my heart. Um, as I was reading this, I started kind of putting some points together, and I was sort of, I was like, man, I have like 21 points. And, um, and so I said, I don't know if y'all ready for this after losing an hour of sleep, all right? So uh, I was like, I don't think they're ready. So I want, I, want, I want you to do this. And you'll see this, even on version, digitally even, you'll see a place there where you can add your own notes. Ain't that cool? And so I did this. I've, I've given you seven places, one for each verse. And for each of these verses, I asked the Holy Spirit, say, God, what are you saying to me in this verse? And then write it down. I mean, I'm telling you, I just challenge you to do that. And I believe the Holy Spirit's going to move in your life. So again, I just want to break these down. Now, first of all, we see this, verse 46. And I'm just going to read each one again, talk about it for a couple of minutes. It says this, now they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude, with a, and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Now, again, this is what we see. Uh, we see Bartimaeus by the road, 
All right, so that's going to be cool because we're going to see something shift at the end of this story. He sat by the road. Now, if you see someone by the road, typically that's telling you something's not right. Like if you're cruising down 385, you're going down 85, and you see someone by the road, you, you understand for most part, you know, maybe they've pulled over to use their phone. Wisdom. Amen? That's wisdom. Praise God. I mean, thank you for that. And, uh, but, but whatever. But typically, you can see here that something is up. Now, we see this. Like this, some translation was used the word like he was by the wayside. Like he was, he was by the road. Now, this means this, that there was no motion in his life. Now, the, the, everybody else on the road was moving and he was stagnant. Everybody else was going a direction, and he was off track. He was getting passed by. And as he was getting passed by, it's, it's wild. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that Jesus notices people by the wayside. I'm so thankful my day he saw me by the road and he, did, he, he, he again had an encounter. Now, this is what we know. This guy was here because he was blind. Now, th this again, what we know from the scripture is that he was there because he was blind. Now, we don't know how long he had been in this position. We don't know why he was there. We don't know what caused the blindness. We don't know, again, if this is something from the get-go, from beginning to the end. We don't know if he was in an accident. We don't know if a disease had come in. But ultimately, in the end, it didn't matter why. It mattered that he was there and he was off course. Now, I've noticed this, that, you know, again, we see this because of, again, his reason, he was blind, and he even had what the Scripture says, something that he casts off later. Now, if you study this out, this is a beggar's garment that he was wearing. Now, he actually would wear a, a, a clothing on top of, it was a, it was, uh, most would say like a government even issued, like again, to say that, all right, this guy has a right to be where he's at. Now, like if you saw this guy, this is one of those guys, again, now he's not out there faking it. Like he's not out there trying to act like he's blind so he can get something. This dude's blind. And like this guy is in this position, it's been recognized by the state, it's been recognized by those that, again, who, who make the decisions, and so he had a right to be now where he was at. Now, his situation was legit. Now, I don't know, I, you, you, I don't know how you feel, like a lot of times, like if you ever pull up to a red light, and there's folks out there, and they're asking for money, again, it may have ran through your mind, it runs through mine, let's just be honest, you may ask, like, is that, is it legit? I know y'all are spiritual, and y'all are so holy. Y'all just give them all the money, and y'all don't think nothing about it. Now, again, bless them if the Lord puts that on your heart. But let's be honest. Like, sometimes, oh, man, is that real? There's stories like, uh, it was like a Dateline or one of these shows. Like, man, did, it was some news thing, and they, they were, like, actually showing that some of these folks who do that, they followed them back to their car. Really nice cars. Uh, some may follow back to homes, really nice homes. I, I don't know, but we know this about Barnabas. He had a right to be there. 
And I was thinking about this, and this is something I've just been learning personally. Like, he had this license to be in that situation. He, he, as a result, this is what people thought of Barnabas, that that's all he will ever be. This is as far as he'll ever go. He's going to make it to beside the road, but this guy being on the road, not going to happen. This guy being on course, this guy, this guy fulfilling his purpose and plan, that, that's not going to happen. And this is what I've seen. The longer I've been in ministry, the more I've begun to realize, the more I've begun to see that there are a lot of people in the situation that they're in. And like Barnabas, they actually have a right to be there. Sad. I mean, like, it's tragic some of the things that have happened in a lot of people's lives. Man, I, I think about how blessed I am with the parents that I have. I think about some people don't have that, did not have those people in their life. I, I think about some of the things that people have gone through. I know a lot of the stories of people in this room. I know a lot of situations that you face, and I, I know a lot of those things. And, man, I almost wanted to say, man, you know something? It makes sense. They actually have a right to be in that situation. They have a right to be in that place because of what they've been through. And when you look at born a man, you know what you see? You see a blind guy, and you say this, man, I'm not going to expect him to get out and work and do the things that I do because he's blind. Now, Again, I like the story, and I hope you're getting points yourself and writing them down already. But one of the points that I love, man, that just stands out in my heart is that, man, then Jesus comes along. And that any time Jesus comes along, you may have a right to be where you're at, but you have to forfeit that right to sometime at some place say, I'm not going to let this situation be the reason where I'm at any longer. You have to begin to think about, man, you know something? This is an opportunity for that situation to change. I don't have to carry that hurt for the rest of my life. I don't have to carry that frustration forever. I don't have to carry that blindness to the grave. I can have my eyes open. I can see because of Jesus coming along. Now some of you, again, you have to do this. Now again, you have to forfeit the right to be where you're at to get delivered. You have to. Like at some point, because this is what Bartimaeus could have done. Bro, I'm making fake out here. I don't have to do anything. I mean, like, this is pretty good life, man. You other jokers getting up, going to work. I'm sitting here getting a tan, and I'm sitting here, man, getting money. Y'all handing me stuff. But he says something, and this is so cool. Jesus comes along. Verse 47 says that when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, we hear the prayer. Like you're saying, like, man, what's the prayer in this story? This is it. Like, man, he didn't just sit there and go get in his quiet time in a quiet place and just go hang out with God for a few hours. Jesus is walking by, and, man, the only thing that he had in him was Jesus. Like, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. Sometimes that might be all you got. That might be all you've got. And that might be like, I mean, like you're like, man, I, I, I want to give him more, but God, this is all I have. Lord, this is it right now. Jesus wasn't offended. 
He wasn't offended by a small prayer. He wasn't, he wasn't offended that the only thing this guy gave to him was a shout and a cry out. And again, not a big prayer, but, but this is what I love. He heard it was Jesus. I'm telling you, every time Jesus comes around, the atmosphere will shift. <laughs> and you close your eyes for a moment. J just like, man, you can sense things. Um, and sometimes, man, maybe like we need to do that. We need to quit looking at all the stuff around us. I, I actually like, man, that Bartimaeus, they say your senses can get heightened when you lose certain ones. The others can intensify. And man, I, I, I don't know, I just, this guy was sitting there unable to see, but he could see better than a lot of people in the, on that road that day. He had a vision that some others didn't see. He actually saw who was coming. And it's called faith. <laughs> I walk by faith, not by sight. Wait a minute, hold on. I, it's sitting there unable to see in the natural, but in the spirit, something, man, 2020 vision was happening because he said, wait a minute, I sense a shift in the atmosphere, and I've heard about a man named Jesus. I believe Jesus is coming this way. Now, this is what he does. This is incredible. He says, Jesus, he says, son of David. Who? I thought he was a son of God. He was. But the son of David was a, was a term, and it was a messianic term. Pastor <laughs> Bill, you're talking about the Messiah earlier. This is a messianic term. And so with his eyes unable to see in the natural, he sensed that the Messiah had come onto the scene. So you got to understand this about the Messiah. The Messiah is the promise. There have been prophetic words spoken for generations that there's going to be somebody who comes and he's going to deliver. He's going to set free. He's going to help the bondage that we're in. He's going to open up blinded eyes. There's a Messiah who's coming. There's a promise who's going to come. And that Messiah is going to deliver the people. And he saw it. He saw it. So he says, son of David. <laughs> See, this is what's amazing about Jesus. He can be in the room. And one person encounters him as Messiah. And the other person just sees him as another. It's tragic, man. It breaks my heart. But he saw it, and he was like, wait a minute. I heard that there was going to be an anointed one come. And it's Jesus. Open your eyes, and as you open your eyes, I want you just for a moment to think about, man, what was going on in this guy's mind for a second. Because the Messiah was a promise of someone who was going to come and get on a cross. 
And if you read the story, Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 11 is where we see the triumphal return as Jesus enters the town of Jerusalem. And like he's making his way in, we're getting ready to be celebrating that season as we enter into this Easter time, as we think about Good Friday and all the stuff that's going on. This guy saw it. This guy like was, wait a minute, this guy's coming in. And I, this, is, this is wild because this is what they do. When he begins to see it, they begin to want to shut it down. Tell you, religious people always want to shut down what the move of God is is happening in, in, the, in God's people. Yeah, I've seen it for years. People who don't understand it have not yet encountered it. They want to shut that thing down. And they begin to tell him, hold your peace. Like the message Bible says, says like, man, hush up. Shut, dude, shut your mouth. Now, my, this, this dude, man, was like, oh. nah, dog. And, and I, 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 I like this because he was confessing something. I mean, the scripture says that Jesus is the high priest of our confession. What are you saying? What we say matters. Oh man, and like he is the high priest of our confession. And as they begin to try to shut him up, they're like, wait a minute, dude, you don't belong over here talking. Only thing that should be coming out of your mouth is like, can I have some money? Begging. Not recognizing that Jesus is the Savior of the world. Bro. <laughs> But again, they're trying to shut it down. Now, 48, then many warned him to be quiet, and he cried out. <laughs> he cried out all the more. Like, dude, are you kidding me? Jesus is here. I'm not shutting up. So we don't wonder why people in this place praise like they praise, worship like they worship. Man, Jesus is in the room. Man, you're not going to stop that. You can't shut that down, man. It, don't, it may not make sense to you, man, but this guy knew the Savior of the world was there. He was sitting and he said it again, Son of David, you're the Messiah. You're the one who can change my situation. Like, you're the one who can turn it around. I don't have to be by the road the rest of my life. Man, I don't have to be in that situation forever. This is an opportunity. Everything can turn around. Man, this, this dude, man, gets crunk up. He gets louder, and he gets crazy. I'm telling you, man, that messes with the enemy. I'm t Mom, if I could get this in our heads, how important our worship is, how important your cry is, like, I'm telling you because, man, what happens is the enemy wants to shut it down, and he does a great job a lot of times. Situation comes, and things happen, and life hits us. Get quiet. Not his day, bro. He was like, louder. They didn't understand it. So listen, please know this. The world will not. Never will. Some of you people is getting, some of y'all get crazy for Jesus. I'm going to say it. 
Some of y'all getting radical. Some of y'all still going to show up after losing some sleep, still going to show up for prayer tomorrow. At 6 a.m., like, technically that'll be 5. You know, still come, all right? But, but, you know, it's just like, like, it's like wild. As some of y'all, man, like you have, you've connected with Jesus in this, this prayer series. And like, you've realized, wait a minute, this stuff is awesome. I'm hanging out with him. He's hanging out with me. Dude, we're having a good time together. And, man, some of y'all are like, man, you're not going back. But please know, they're going to try to shut it up. They're going to try to shut you down. Some of y'all people done got nuts. Some of y'all done lost y'all's mind. And, man, I, I just get more radical. When they try to shut you up, get crazier. Like, get louder. Go after it, man, because this guy was going in. And what happened as a result? Verse 49 says, so Jesus stood Still. <laughs> Jesus stood still. Have you ever thought about it like this? Like God stood still. on his assignment, fulfilling his purpose, about to do the triumphal entry, but he stood still. No. Jesus stood still and commanded him It's wild because what they were saying before had to shift. Dude, shut up. Hold your peace. Jesus like, nah. He knows who I am. Get a revelation of who Jesus is. And, 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 and call on him. Like, call on him. Somebody like you, like, man, you're holding on, you're hesitating, you're waiting. Stop. Call on him. Cry out to him. Call on his name. Y'all, man, get louder when the enemy tries to shut you up. And, man, this is what happens. He commanded him to be called. <laughs> like, think about the guys who had to go deliver the message. My bad, bro. <laughs> My bad. I thought you was trying to cause disruption. I didn't, I didn't wreck, I didn't know. And what was the call? It's three things. It's, they called the blind man, saying to him, again, delivering the message of Jesus, because it's in quotations, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. This is cool because first of all, it's like, man, be of good cheer. Like, don't fear. Don't don't be down. I, I felt like the dude wanted to say, bro, I'm not down, man. I know who this guy is. Like, don't, who are you telling? I got more joy than you. I can't see. I got more joy than you. I'm wearing this garment. I can see better. 
rise. The call of God is always an upward call. If you ever, ever feel like there's something pushing you down, pushing you away, that's never God. The call of God is an upward call. And think about this guy being down in this position and him being called upward. And he called him. This is a beautiful promise that every time we call, he answers. It's prophesied. There's going to be somebody to do that. Jesus is saying, I'm the one. It's me. <laughs> what, does he, what does he do? Like, I like this. This dude's oh, he's a beast, man. I love this guy. In verse 50, and throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. Remember what he was wearing. Remember what had been given to him. Remember the label that had been placed on him. That this is who you are, whether you have a right to be, whether by what you did or what was done to you, no matter what happened, this is who you are. You were blind Bartimaeus. I hate that he gets called that. You know, this is a story of blind Bartimaeus. And again, it says it early on. But I, I wish we wouldn't even label the story. I, I, didn't, I made sure I left it out that this is the prayer of Bartimaeus, the seeing Bartimaeus, the guy who can visually see things because, man, this is what he does. He, r- r- I don't know, just, I can just see it, man. I get, I get in my mind, bro. I get, I get fired up. And so I just like... And I slow, I don't know how to see it. I hope you see this stuff, man. Well, I hope you're writing your points down, man. I hope you think about this stuff. He cast off like stands up. I don't know if y'all, this is awesome. Throwing aside his garment. Before he saw. I'm on that point 19 in my head right now, all right? Before he physically could see. I don't need this anymore. The son of David's here. The Messiah is here. Jesus is here. And throwing aside his garment, he rose. I think a lot of times... For me, the longest time, I I thought the greatest miracle was that his blinded eyes were open. And that's awesome. But the greatest miracle in the story is that he met Jesus. 
<laughs> he, he met Jesus because he rose, he came to Jesus, and man, just think, man, he, I, I believe this, man, I believe he locked eyes with Jesus before he could even see. I think, man, he already had a connection happening. It's what faith, what faith is. It's like, man, this is what happens because he's already been confessing. You're Jesus. You're the promise. You're the one who's going to shift this. And then he gets up and he meets Jesus. And, man, that day on that road, now things had shifted. Did you? I don't know if you already saw it happen. He was by it. Now he's on it. That's good. He is now on the road that he sat by maybe for years and had a right to be there. But Jesus came by. He threw it down. We celebrated the 80s in this past week with, uh, come on, somebody, with our, our 50s and up group. We celebrated that, gener- that greatest era, man. I'm telling you, I still believe it. We used to say that back in the day, man, throw down. We used to say that. I don't know if y'all still say that. No, I would never, no, don't say that, Pastor. Uh, Throw down. Throw down was like, man, it's going to get serious. I like this because this guy said, I'm throwing this stuff down. And verse 51 says, Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. I heard it said, I, I heard it somebody was like, What do you mean to do for you? Like, duh. Did Jesus, God in the flesh, Savior of the world, did he know? Prayer happened on that road that day. This is what prayer is. I don't want to speak all serious talking about when you pray. What is it? God knows. But you know what he wants? He wants to sit down and say, what do you want today? What can I do for you? This guy's like, God, I, I want to see Prayer is just simply a release of your faith. And they have this conversation, and it ends with verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, I love 52. Because, man, what if it was like, God asks you what you want, what you need? You say, God, this is what I need. This is where I'm at. Jesus looks and turns around and walks away. It's not how he works. Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Faith will always lead to sight. What you see in faith first 
you can see with your natural eye later. There's things right now we're seeing in this church that we saw years ago in faith. But now we're getting to watch it and see it with our eyes. And Jesus restored his physical sight to match his spiritual sight that he had. And I, this is awesome. He followed Jesus on the road. That's what happens. That's what will happen every time. So there's some today you're like, man, bro, I am by the side of the road. I'm out of the game right now. I'm, I'm, I'm down, I'm out. I, have, I feel like I have a right to be there. I'm not going to say you don't. But I can say this to you today. You don't have to stay there. Today, this is what happens. And this is, and it's just so beautiful. And just to think, man, all the times for maybe, maybe years that that guy was by the road. And now he's following the one that he met. We call it discipleship around here, just getting to know Jesus more. But when you meet him, his call for you is to follow me. And I don't even, I can't even, man, I, 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 the Bible's just not big enough. It's just some of these conversations we got to have in heaven because we don't know. But man, there's no telling what this guy did. There's no telling what this guy did. The one who was once down, once out, had a right, all this stuff, now following the Savior of the world. There's no limit to what happened in his life. And there's no limit in yours. I want you to stand, please, if you would. <laughs> I want to ask you this morning, what do you need from him today? What is it that you need today from him? I promise you this. If you call on him, he'll answer. He'll meet you. He'll pull you up off the roadside. He'll pull you out of that situation. He'll set you on a course. He will set you on a path that will radically transform and change your life. I don't know. I, I kind of believe, man, that Barnabas probably healed some other blind folks. I don't, I, just, I don't know. I just feel that, that he was walking down the road, man. That same road that he used to set beside, he might have saw some guys in his situation. I can just hear him going up to him and saying, let me tell you about Jesus, the son of David. That promise, that prophetic word that has been spoken of the one who's going to come, he's here. He's here. He's here. He's here right now. And I want to invite you to come to Jesus this morning.
Whether this for you is a call for salvation, whether you is a call right now to just meet him on the road, for him to meet a need in your life, to turn a situation around, whatever it is this morning, I want you to know he's here. The promise of the Savior of the world is with us. He's in this room. And as our worship team just ministers to us all, we want to close out this way. This is called when you pray. We just want to pray together. We want to pray with you, for you. If there's anything today that Jesus is calling you towards, if there's a call in your life, man, and you like want to walk in that, you want to follow him, you need some clarity, whatever it is, don't wait. We're not going to wait for them to sing. If you need any prayer in your life today in any situation, or you just want to hang out with Jesus on the road, and be with him this morning. I invite you to come as our worship team ministers. And as you come, listen, please know this. You will not be by yourself. You're not going to be alone. Somebody's going to pray with you, be with you, and just encourage you where you're at. So listen today, whatever it may be, don't let this happen now. Because right now, the word has gone forth. Faith has been released. Now, your response matters. Some of you are like, I'm about to take a step out. And the enemy said, hold your peace. Hush up. Don't do that. And he wants you to step back. Listen today, I want you to step forward, step into what God has for you. So if you just want to meet Jesus today in a more real way, you know him or you just want to get to know him today if you have a prayer. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.